Welcome to the Sober Plug Podcast, where I get you disconnected from addiction and plugged into recovery. I'm your host, Connor Duffy. If you need help getting sober, if you need treatment resources, if you need a recovery coach, if you need free resources for support meetings, you can contact my direct line. That is 203-917-8862. Again, that is 203-917-8862. What I want to talk with you about today is hitting rock bottom in recovery, in sobriety. And you might be thinking, how the hell do you do that? After you get sober, isn't life supposed to get better and aren't things supposed to be going well? And yes, of course. I mean, sobriety gives us the option of choice. That's the whole point of recovery. It gives us the option to choose again and to choose whatever type of path we want in life. But with that said, when you start to live in ways that you know you shouldn't be, and maybe you're not doing drugs, maybe you're not drinking, but maybe there's other vices going on. Maybe there's other things going on in your life that you're not happy about mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, financially, your career. Um, there's so many different elements to life that we can get to a place where we get stagnant and we don't take action or the action that we took in, our, in the beginning of our sobriety in order to make us feel good. My whole thing here is recovery can be a can be one of the most amazing things in the world of course you know it can give you your life back it can totally change your life but if you don't do the things that help get you sober and continue to utilize the tools to help build yourself up and keep yourself sharp and keep yourself with a positive momentum then things are not going to go swimmingly well all the time you know what i mean and shit can get really bad really fast and so i'll jump into a little bit of what I experienced when I was about five years clean, I was at complete rock bottom. Um, let me let me rewind a little bit. After I got sober for about was about six months sober at this point. Um, I got into a relationship. Uh, I soon got my my first car that was truly my own. Um, I got my own apartment within the first year. I got a new job. Like all of these things happened, and I was so, I was so full. I was so content with the way that my life was going. I mean, literally a year prior, I had been on the verge of homelessness with with a fucking needle in my arm. You know what I'm saying? So, my life got really good really fast, and I got complacent. I got really comfortable and satisfied with the way things were going and I wasn't utilizing the tools that I learned in early recovery the way that I really should have been. And in my second year, things got to the point where, um, you know, there was personal things going on in my life. Things were going on with my ex at the time. Um, other problems and stresses started to build up. And in my second year, I mean, I was on the verge of going to, to get high. You know what I'm saying? I called the drug dealer. I was going to his house to go and get it. Um, it was happening, and my mind was made up, and I knew that I was about to flush two years down the drain, and I just did not give a shit. You know what I mean? Because I was so bitter, so angry and resentful about certain things that were going on in my life, when in reality, this had been building up. You know what I mean? This was completely my fault because I wasn't doing the things that I needed to do. So what happens when we get... Um, when we're not, one, emotionally mature and you mix in anger, resentment, a victim mentality and not talking with your support system and being honest with people about what's going on, what happens? You want to escape. 
you're not going to want to feel the way that you are currently feeling. And when you start to get the fuck it's, I'll speak for myself. When I say fuck it, there is nothing you're going to say to me that's going to change my mind. I'm off to the races. It is over. My mind is made up. You know what I'm saying? I get to a place where all logic and reason goes right out the window. And so this is why we need to, to implement habits to avoid getting to that point. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, getting back to the topic here. Um, nothing short of, a, of basically divine intervention I didn't end up using. You know, uh, It got to the point where I was on my way to the drug dealer's house and he called me back and said, uh, hey, instead of going here, we need to go to this other town over here. And I just got a really eerie, I just really got a bad feeling, a bad vibe. I thought I was getting robbed. I thought I was getting set up. Um, and I wasn't being like, it wasn't like a paranoia thing. I just got a really bad vibe from the conversation I had. And I was literally like four minutes away from his house at this point. So instead of making a right going towards his house when the, the, there was a fork in the road, and if I went right, I would have been basically right at his house. Instead, I made a left, and I did not go and pick up, and who knows how things would have played out um, you know, at that, at that point. Now, fast forward a couple of years later, um, you know, my life was not... Uh, that that was like a wake up call, you know what I mean? That was definitely a wake up call for me. I know, I knew at that time that I dodged the bullet, and I got that healthy fear back in me um, about where my life could go, and where it could have went if I did end up picking up. So that was a big wake up call for me, and I started to correct things a little bit, but it didn't last. And once again, I ended up in a place. I was about five years sober at this time. Um, I was having all sorts of different problems in my life. And again, it was because I was not utilizing the tools that I was taught in early recovery. And I shied away from the basics. There's a saying I, I really like, and it's if, if you stick to the basics, you never have to go back to them. And this is basically what I was doing. You know, there, there were things that I wasn't doing on a daily basis. I wasn't taking care of myself mentally, emotionally, physically. Um, I wasn't growing in different areas of my life. Um, I was having relationship problems with, at this time, um, me and my ex were together for about five years at this time. That was being, that was becoming a big problem. I had a gambling addiction that I was hiding from people that was really severe, um, like really severe. I got into a shit ton of debt. I was like 30, I was like about 30 grand in debt at this time and I was not making that much money you know I was in the sheet metal union at this time and I hated my career and and here everybody was telling me that I made it you know I had just become a mechanic I had just went through my apprenticeship and and um, I was about to be making top tier money but I was miserable with my life there was no area of my life that I truly was satisfied and proud of. You know what I mean? Physically, I was out of shape. Financially, I was in complete ruins. You know what I mean? Um, like I said, I was about 30 grand in the hole. I had this gambling addiction that was consuming so much energy mentally and emotionally 
um, it, it just it just was savage. I have such a respect for gambling for for gambling addiction and other types of addictions. I mean, I think my gambling addiction, and I don't speak about it nearly enough as I probably should. Um, I think it was worse than the drug addiction. And like I said, I mean, I was on the verge of homelessness with a needle in my arm from my addiction. So it's not that the drugs weren't as bad. It just goes to show how severe the gambling really was. Um, so that was clearly a big issue. Um, I was not fulfilled in any way, shape, or form. I was not doing any type of service work. I wasn't serving other people. It was all about me. You know what I mean? On a daily basis. And you know where that got me? It got me stuck. It got me stuck in a fucking hole. And I was miserable. Um, at this time, I moved out of the apartment that I had because I, I literally could not afford rent anymore. I mean, like I said, I was in all this debt. I had to move back in with my grandmother um, at 25 years old. And here I was, five years sober, which was pretty much the only thing I had going for me at this time. The only thing I had going for me was that I was sober, and that was it. But I was miserable in every other area of my life. And it's actually a miracle that I didn't pick back up. But, you know, the idea of using really lost its lure, if you want to call it that. It's lost its attraction to me after that second year when I almost relapsed, you know. And so... But I was not happy with the way I was living. Um, you know, I, that very easily could have brought me back out, but, you know, it, it didn't. But I just felt like I was spiritually bankrupt. You know what I mean? I felt exactly how I was when I was, you know, about to be homeless uh, using heroin and Xanax. And all of this could have been avoided if I just had the willingness, the open-mindedness to be honest with people about what was actually going on with me. And if I was utilizing the tools that I was taught early on, I wasn't working out. I wasn't focused on my mission or my purpose in life. Um, I settled into a career that I knew I, I should not have been in. Um, but I kind of let other people sway me and convince me that this was the route I needed to go. And I had no sense of financial security. I had no sense of self. I was like an, a hollowed out shell. You know what I mean? A shell of myself. I really was. And, and it was a bad place to be. It really was. Um, I'll never forget it. I was actually talking about this earlier today with a, with a coaching client of mine. Um, I remember the exact moment that my life really changed about five years ago. All of this was going on. And, you know, the whole scenario that I talked about, that I've been talking about for the last few minutes, all this debt, um, you know, relationship problems, um, living with my grandma, just, you know, nothing was going well for me. Hated my job, all that. And I remember it was New Year's. And I went to this party um, where people were getting, you know, wasted and shit. It was, a, it was a normal party. It's not like I went to drink or anything like that. But while I was there, I felt so out of place. Like, I felt so... I just felt so disconnected from every single person in that house. And, and it was a house full of people, but I felt like I was the only person there. And I also didn't feel like I belonged outside of the house. <laughs> you know what I mean? There was nowhere else for me to go. And I just felt like, what is going on? I'm 25 years old. It's New Year's. I'm five years sober. 
I'm supposed to be over here. You know what I mean? Mentally, like I know my life is supposed to look like this. This is supposed to be the prime of my life and I'm supposed to be thriving. And it was the exact opposite, you know? And I remember I went driving around for, for an hour or two and, and I was by myself by the time midnight, uh, midnight struck and I brought the new year in with myself and, and with the determination and the mindset that I was never going to feel like this again. And I was truly at bottom, you know, I really started thinking about how I can turn my life around. And I started getting real fucking honest with myself about all the areas that I was lacking in and, you know, all the things I could have done differently that were leading up to that moment. And if I was being honest with myself, which I was, I realized that I was exactly where I needed to be. And I was exactly, I was getting exactly what I deserved in that moment because the last four years of my life prior to that, the habits that I had, the mindset that I had, it had brought me to that exact moment and nobody was to blame but me, you know, and I, um, I really started to focus on all these different areas that I could enhance my life, which was every single area, you know, financially, mentally, emotionally, socially, um, career wise, fulfillment, my, my personal, excuse me, my personal development, all of that. And I just, I committed, um, in that moment that things were going to be different and that I was never going to feel like that again. And I got to work, you know what I mean? I started going to the gym, even though I hated it. Um, I really couldn't stand going to the gym. I started waking up early to do it, matter of fact, because I knew I couldn't do it at the later part of my day. I started to see a therapist, which I did not want to do. I finally got into meditation because my sponsor had been talking to me about it for a couple of years at that point, and I never wanted to take his advice. You know, I never took his suggestion. It was just kind of like a yeah, yeah type of thing, and and. And I did. I just finally became willing and open to, to do different things. I started taking all these different courses for self-development and, and different types of ways to make money. I started reading all these books. I just really started fucking diving into becoming my better self. And I didn't know, I didn't know how much work it was going to take, but I didn't give a shit. You know what I mean? And in a very short amount of time, It's not even that my circumstances so much changed because I was still in all this debt. I was still living with my grandmother. I still wasn't in the best shape. You know, I was getting there, but there were still areas of my life that needed drastic improvement, but I knew I was on, I was on the right track and I was moving down the the correct road and it was starting to line up with how I envisioned my true, my future truly, you know what I mean? And, And this is what I'm getting at. When you start to live in alignment with your best self, like when you picture your most exciting life and you picture a future that you're truly excited about, the type of house that you want, the type of relationship that you want, the type of friends that you have, serving other people, like whatever your purpose is, whenever you start to create this vision in your life and you start to live in alignment with that, with that exact vision, this is what life is about. This is what we're this is what we're supposed to be doing. This is what we need to do on a daily basis. All the habits that we can construct to put us on that path 
is exactly what the fuck we need to be doing. And this is what I talk about with my coaching clients. You know, this is what I, this is what I do still on a daily basis. And listen, not every day is perfect. You know what I mean? We're all going to make mistakes and we're all going to learn from, from our experiences. And, you know, I'm not perfect by any means. You know what I'm saying? I'm still learning every single day. Um, it's not that you strive to be perfect or expect to be perfect, but strive to be. You know what I mean? That's, that's what I meant to say. We're never going to be perfect, but strive to be. Try to, try to hone in on these different areas where you can just move the needle a little bit. You know, Just get a little bit better in these different areas. And before you know it, your momentum just, it's like you're running downhill. You know, The wind is at your back and you're running downhill full force and things change so quickly. Um, you know, as I started to dive into self-development and all these different avenues, my mindset changed so quickly. It was literally within a couple months, I felt like a million dollars. But if I told you my scenario and what was actually going on in my life, you wouldn't have traded places with me. Nobody would have. But my mindset is exactly where it needed to be. And I started to develop this new belief, this new faith that things were going to work out. I started to create this vision for myself that someday I'd be able to help people and I wasn't going to be um, a union sheet metal worker for the rest of my life. And nothing, no disrespect to that, that career field. Matter of fact, it's a, it's a career that a lot of people love and, and it's, a, you know, it's a really good position and really great benefits and all that, but it was not meant for me. You know what I mean? And I knew it. I knew that my soul was just rotting away at this job. Um, so I started to envision what I really wanted to do, and that was to help people get sober. I didn't even know how the fuck I was going to do that. You know what I mean? I didn't know what coaching was or, or working in the industry. I didn't know anything about it. You know what I mean? But I just had this vision that I cemented in my mind um, about creating videos on social media and impacting the, impacting the world, more or less. And that's what I've been doing every day, basically, since that time. You know, for the last almost four years, um, creating content has been something that I truly love. I, I enjoy giving hope to others who have been there because I've, because I've been there, you know what I'm saying, to people who are there because that's exactly where I used to be. Here's the thing, when you get into so much pain and you get to a place where you, you're at rock bottom, whether it be in drug addiction or in sobriety or different parts of our life, that pain is so strong and in the moment it feels like it's going to define you. It feels like it's going to take you out. Like how the fuck am I going to recover from this? How you cannot see the light at the end of the tunnel. You're like, how am I going to change? How is this going to like get better and getting through those times and just continuing to grind, continuing to move forward, just continuing to do the next right thing and getting through those times, they become the biggest blessings for you. And I'm so thankful for the bottoms that I hit in my active drug addiction, through my gambling addiction, through other times in my sobriety. Those times, those painful, dark moments and periods in my life were godsends. You know, they were, it really was like, it was almost like you need, you need extreme pain. You need extreme suffering in order to appreciate 
the, the fruits of life. You really do. I've come to that conclusion that you cannot appreciate one without the other. Because if every day was sunny and great and glorious, it would be the status quo. You wouldn't actually appreciate it for what it is. So, and, and also, those hard times, those times where you're doubting yourself and you don't know how you're going to make it through, the, the whole point is it's about the individual that you need to become to get out of that situation. That is what gives value to that moment. You know what I mean? If you could press the easy button and get through it without needing to put in the work, you would have learned nothing. You would have learned absolutely nothing. And if you think about it, that's what we were doing in active addiction. Oh, I feel like shit. Oh, I don't, I don't feel like getting out of bed. Or, oh, um, you know, emotionally, I'm distressed. I'm anxious. I'm just going to take a drink. I'm just going to take a pill. I'm just going to buy a bag. And you don't have to work through the emotions and the feelings that life throws our way that we need to work through. So we don't gain any strength. We don't gain any knowledge and any type of armor through life. So every time I have an obstacle come my way or there's times of doubt or, you know, whatever, things are going on in my life that maybe I don't see the under, I don't understand the reasoning for. I look at these challenges as positives. I look at these as obstacles that are 100% needed in order to get to the next level, in order to become an, a different individual to get through different scenarios in life. The more problems that we go through and the more problems that we learn from, the stronger we get. There's a direct correlation there. So no matter what's going on, our rock bottom really becomes our fucking glorious golden mountain once you get through it. However, when you continue to kick the can down the road and you are ignoring the problems in your life and you're continuously escaping from them, you will continue to suffer. Because it states in the, the law of diminishing intent that whenever you know your intent is to get better and to do something to progress and to optimize your life and to enhance and enrich your life and you know you need to take certain actions and you act against that, you act against that thought, you cannot fool yourself. You continue to suffer. And, that, and this obviously includes drug addiction. How long did we know that we needed to stop before we actually did? And that is typically when things get drastically worse. Once you know in your gut that you need to do something and you act against it, that is suffering. That is true misery. And the problem is we, we fear the wrong thing. We fear change. We fear, well, what am I going to do? How am I going to cope to get through life, right? If I'm going through a difficult time and I'm used to drinking or I'm used to drugging, how the fuck am I going to get through this? I can't face that. And we fear change because we don't know what sobriety truly brings to the table. We don't envision a life that is, uh, is doable. You know what I mean? Never mind being happy and content and joyous and free and all that shit. We don't even imagine a life that's doable. But of course, if you're listening to this and you've had some sobriety and you've experienced good times in recovery, of course those fears aren't true but they seem very real. And the fear keeps us paralyzed from the change that's needed to get to our level up, to, to have a new life, you know what I mean? So make no mistake about it. Once you know you need to do something for yourself, 
we've got to act on it. You have to make the move. There's no way around this because that is like a direct line to God or the universe, whatever you want to call it. And I'm not a religious person by any means. However, when you have that gut instinct that is telling you to do something, that is not you. That is fucking divine. That is a divine direct order to command you to take that next step. It doesn't mean that fear doesn't exist. It's just that we need to develop the courage to get through that fear. Because action breeds, breeds courage and breeds momentum. You know what I'm saying? Inaction breeds fear and doubt. So the answer is to always take action. And also develop the mindset of failing fast. Fail forward. Fail fast. Because when guess what? When we make failures and we, um, we take steps that we aren't even sure is going to be the right step to take or not, we learn. We learn from the experience. We learn what not to do. We learn what we need to do, what adjustments we need to make. I mean, you know, that's exactly what I did when I started creating content. I had no clue what I was doing. I was not comfortable making videos. I mean, I couldn't do it. You know what I'm saying? And what I basically came to the conclusion of was, well, there's never going to be a time where I'm going to learn how to do it without doing it. So I need to do it a lot. I need to make a lot of videos, and I did. I committed to five videos a day. If you go back to my TikTok page, um, you know, to the very beginning, I was putting out like three, four, five, six videos a day, and it wasn't because they were glorious videos and they were like amazing videos, but I knew I just needed to pump out through volume. I needed to pump out volume, and through that volume, I was going to learn a lot. I was going to fail quite a bit. Matter of fact, 99.9% .9 of the time I was going to fail. But as long as I was taking action, I knew what adjustments I needed to make moving forward. But if you don't take action in life, you're, you can never possibly know what's needed to, to get better. You know what I'm saying? We all start out as a novice. Whatever you start out in, whenever you're, you're going into some new venture, of course, we're all inexperienced. We, we don't have the maturity of somebody who's been through that those times, but we learn. Experience is the best teacher. So I'm going to end with this, that the, the rock bottoms that I've faced in my life and, and that I've been through, they were always the biggest blessings and exactly what I needed in that moment. However, while I was going through those times, I did not think that way. <laughs> you know what I mean? I had doubt. I didn't know how I was going to make it. I didn't know how my life was going to change in any way. And I did not look at these events as positives. But looking back, I've realized that they truly were the best, the exact things I needed at the exact time. So what, what did I learn from this? That means that I truly, and I hope you're listening to this, I truly don't know what is good for me and I truly don't know what is quote unquote bad for me because each and every time I got in life things that I wanted, it did not bring me fulfillment. It did not bring me what I thought it was going to bring. And each time I got the things that I didn't want, the things that I perceived as being negative, that was exactly what I fucking needed. And those were the experiences that made me into the man I am today. So I truly don't know what is good for me. I truly don't know what is bad for me. And if I accept that as truth, which I do, 
Anything that happens in my life is happening for me. It's not happening to me. And that's a very powerful thought to have because if you navigate through life with the mindset of everything is happening for me, everything is happening exactly how it's supposed to, and we have that level of, of acceptance and humility, it opens up so many doors for us and life will take on a, a brand new meaning for you. You know, I, I know it has for me. So that's all I have. If you feel like you can relate to this and if you feel like you're struggling, just know that shit really does get better, but we have to take action. There's no way around it. You can't wish your way into a better way of thinking. You can't wish your way into a better situation. We need to act our way into positive thinking. You know, that's, that's what's going to move, move the needle for you. You're not going to think your way into positive action. You need to act your way into positive thinking. So if you're struggling, if you feel like you need to, um, if you feel like you need coaching, you can contact my direct line. If you feel like you need treatment or other type of support meetings, whatever the case may be, you can reach out to my direct line. That is 203-917-8862. Again, that is 203-917-8862. And, you know, if you're listening to this and you don't know how you're going to get through a difficult time and, and you have all this doubt and all this fear and all these negative self-talk um, scenarios and you just need to take a step back, realize that life is really long and life can be really good someday. It's going to take a little bit of work and that's okay. Because it's who you become in the process of going through that work that is going to make you into a different man or a different woman. And we need those times. So if that is you, you can contact me. And I hope you have a fantastic Friday. Much love. I will see you on the next one.